Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Gano, oh, Garden hey, Report. What's going on? Back, back-to-back best wins of the year. And yeah. I think this one, de- this one definitely qualifies. I agree completely. This- Undermanned. The way they were moving, shaking and moving out there. How can you say that this wasn't one of their best wins of the year? Against Philly? Against those scumbag Philly fans that I can't stand? Yep. 1-0 without Jalen this year. Let's go. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Porzingis, yeah, and KP. Um, what do you know with Horford in the starting lineup? Bobby will tell us that immediately. When he there's comes. an agenda. There yeah. are. There will be. We're on agendas. agenda watch, everybody. Make sure that you are on high alert for agenda watch when Bobby comes on later and wants to talk about yep. Horford in the starting lineup. What's going on, Catherine? How are you? Cat. Yes, Blorp. Fun game, indeed. That was a fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and as we know. Uh, Jalen out with a he's non-COVID illness. Porzingis out. He, I think he was close. I think they just held him out because why not? Um, Porzingis probably like whacked out a bunch of betting lines this morning when he told everybody Porzingis. Embiid was going to be out. Um, and he was not, in fact, what? out. Oh yeah. He said the morning shoot around. Um, that that was going to happen didn't happen. Um, something that look. Porzingis we was were, like, yeah, I'm not going to play against Embiid today. We were worried what was going to happen. Like, the Celtics are down one starter, how it's going to get weird. Down two starters, you're deep. I mean, you're starting Sam Hauser when you're down two starters. And Oof. you're playing hmm. Banton and Svee, you know, actual and Cornette, legit rotation minutes. Uh, and that's kind of what we had tonight. And uh, just big we boy performance. Wanted to see Svee. He got 15 minutes. Hey. 15 minutes of action. He was, he was zero, fine. plus minus a zero. I mean. He was fine. Uh, Pritchard gets what Pritchard gets. Cornette got 20 minutes, 19 minutes. Uh, Banton. Cornette. Uh, that's, the, that's the last time we'll ever see uh, uh, Banton uh, ever. Cornette forced Embiid back into the game in the fourth quarter. A couple of dunks. Yeah. and You know, he's a bit of an enforcer down there. Jumping he was over coming. everybody. Joe was oh, smart. Oh, he was coming, but he had to. He had to come a little bit faster. Yeah, Joe was smart. Joe did a good. I mean, Joe did a good thing. He, you know, you're not going to play Al as many minutes as Embiid, uh, but he did a pretty good job about mirroring him. You know, when Embiid was out, as soon as he went to the scorers' table, Horford came in. He played the majority of that third period, um, minus the last couple of minutes. Uh, with Embiid on the floor, and then he sat the entire fourth waiting for him to come back, and they both checked in at the same time. I, I, you know, it's hard to say, like, who the story of the game was. 
I'm going to go Horford over Embiid here, though. Um, if I'm giving out a brownie, if I'm going to give out a brownie right out of the gate, I have to go uh, to Horford. There's just something. I don't know if it's just something about Embiid that brings it out in him. But, man, is that like a good thing to know you've got in the bag anytime you face the Sixers and you've just got Embiid's daddy oh, over there? Come on. I mean, this is the game. The game one, it was, it was a different story against Philly. So let's not forget completely. Well, it's because you got to start Al Horford every game. Well, that's what now, Bobby's going to tell us. That's what yeah. you do. Yeah, so you yeah. do have the Embiid killer in Al, and, and there's some little little mental game there. Al was feeling it. What do you have? Four threes, four blocks, and a little. I think he had some a couple of words to the crowd. So, at when when Al's playing Philly, it's personal because they drag drug dragged his name through the mug mud. Yeah, can't talk. Um, and so <laughs> good. I'm glad. What are you laughing at? I don't know. Just stuff. But no, I mean, it, this is definitely not, it, it's like two beer, Jimmy, without the beers. By yeah, the way, your two beers idiot. the other day were way more than two beers. That's not true. That really isn't true. But they were I told you they were eight point uh, fivers. Yeah, they were eight point zeros. They were heady toppers. <laughs> yeah, I know. They were heady toppers. So those will get yeah. you. But and you're a little guy. Oh, I don't want to say they're, this. I'm they're little. big beers. They're big they're beers. They're big beers. Let's say that. <laughs> they, they look a lot bigger in your hand. <laughs> um, so it's funny. We'll, we'll definitely get into that, the rotation, because, like, how deep – It's. I mean, it's again, it's really interesting. How deep into the bench would Stevens go? If Stevens still would uh, – Jesus, that's <laughs> two coaches ago. Would Joe go? Uh, pretty deep. Uh, you know, all the way down to Svi, and he and he and he went in there. Um, but it was interesting, uh, the, the you know, just what they had to do. And the, I mean, you had lineups out there with one starter and Cornette, Svi, Pritchard, Banton. Like, oh, mm. oh my goodness! That's and a, like, that's like that's like a ball crew. That's like a fourteen to two run waiting to happen. Two, you blink, two minutes go by, and the game completely flips. There, the fact that the games didn't flip during those periods, I think, is what held it together. And yeah. then you had Al was just monstrous with his uh, the interior presence and the blocks there. And Embiid, Embiid was, I mean, I know Embiid was battling a hip or whatever. He was terrible. Uh, I mean, for him, they kept him off the line. He was a minus 25. I mean, so you know, I saw a stat uh, on Instagram. Grandy tweeted a stat that it was only the sixth, I guess it was the sixth time in, in Beat's career that he was minus 25 or worse. Yeah. Which I'd like to see a stat on how, how many games yeah. he's played 30 minutes or more and shot only four free throws because uh, that was incredible uh, as well. So, uh, you know, you got to tip your hat to Al there um, for what they did. You know, Al goes out for a little bit, you know, uh, you know, Cornette's in the game, but they put friggin' holiday back on him, you know? Um, so really interesting. And, you know, I, I know Bobby's going to come in here and start making a case for Al to be permanently installed in the starting lineup. I definitely think you have to consider it for Sixers games, right? What's that? A few people are taking my, um, something I said. Running with it, but anyways, um, what okay. would you say? Uh, Embiid, but that stat, I looked up that stat on Twitter. Um, Grandy tweeted it, I just retweeted it. Um, six games over Embiid's career, he was minus 25. Guess how many are against the Celtics? Three. How about so, that? Three out, three out of his six are against the Celtics. So, thanks, Muhammad. That's, Muhammad, that's, Muhammad, thank you. Thanks, Muhammad. 
Um, You're right. Great in all facets. The, I mean, when the threes fall, that's almost gravy for Al. But, uh, you know, I feel like it's super important because, you know, Jimmy says this all the time. I mean, he's not a big really in a traditional sense, except when you want to gu- want him to guard the most physically imposing big in the league. And then he really right. mans up. But offensively, you know where he is. He's outside. He's sitting there camped yes. out by the three-point line. He's got to be able to knock those down. When he gets that going, three, four of those, uh, it really changes the dynamic of, 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 of that offense. And, I mean, look, that's what the Celtics looked to do all night with the lineups they were playing. This is one of those, like, you yeah, know, yeah, Joe's getting – Couple of those blocks went right on in transition too, and they scored the other way. I mean, that was Joe's going to puff out his chest tonight about like, okay, so you guys want me to shoot less threes because that had to be the offense tonight, you know, because you didn't have, you know, you don't have Porzingis, so you're missing that interior presence or a guy who can at least score around the basket. You're missing Brown, who's who's your best player at getting to the basket. Uh, you've got Embiid in there; he's a rim protector. You've got. Tatum, who they're obviously going to shade the defense over to him and watch what he's doing. And Embiid's coming at all time, uh, you know, you know, you know, is always back there waiting for it. And Tatum's going to be a little gun shy going to the basket, which he was uh, rightfully so. Uh, so they had to shoot threes. They were passing up layups late in the game, yeah. uh, Jimmy, and they were they were the right. That was the right call. Like they were kicking him out left and right. That was the right call. Normally that stuff, normally that drives me insane, but like that, that's what they needed to do in those situations because that was the better play rather than get trapped down or shoot an off balance layup with a big, with Embiid waiting there to swallow it up or alter the shot, you know, getting open looks. falling out of bounds yeah. and then going to the other Philly going the other way in transition. Those things are killers. So you're almost better kicking it out and taking a three in that instance, even if you miss it, than you are, flailing around, you know, falling out of bounds, missing a layup and letting Philly yeah. go the other way and score. I mean, and that's kind of what happened. They took 53s tonight, you know, but 50. I, yeah, big number. But um, it didn't feel like they were forced. It didn't feel like they were, you know, the bad, you know, we just, we just mentioned it. They're getting wide open looks. I mean, a lot of, a lot of their misses were wide open. Hauser missed a couple that he had some wide open looks. Um, Good point. Again, hundred percent of game you lose last year. You know what's crazy? I had that in my. T- I was going to tweet that out, and I just thought it was a lame tweet. The Knicks, they, they've true. got five or six of these games this year. That the Sixers could, that, just lost a game. The Sixers losing yeah. this game is a game the Celtics would have lost last year because they were the team that was, yeah. you know, undermanned a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, but they're completely different. Tatum is just a, a, a different animal in the fourth quarter right now. He really is. Yeah. Um, and, you need you need a guy that's going to I'm not saying coast for three quarters, but you need a guy that's going to really just kick it into another gear when it matters most, blows a kiss to the crowd, just eats eats up the moment. And that's what I want. I want the swagger, Jason Tatum swagger that we see from time to time. You know, we know that he's a little bit more of a quiet on the quieter side, but I want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> here it is. The crowd, double middle finger salute. I don't give a shit. He only wants us to say nice things up until oh. the point we up until the point we say nice things, and then yeah. then he wants. Now he's to- taking on that role. <laughs> it's a game of runs. It's the NBA. You find There's me a, a word for this. It's find called me a contrarian. double digit lead that you can. It's keep. called contrarian. Find me a double digit lead in the first you know quarter, first half that is just safe. It doesn't whittle down. Yeah, exactly. That was. That was impossible. You knew that was that wasn't going to hold. But that first quarter was magical, though. You know, from the the people you were getting contributions from, that was an incredible first quarter and really fun to watch. Yeah, um, and it, and it was 
fun to watch because it was a different look, obviously. You're rather we are yeah. without two of your starters, so you're wondering how is this gonna go. I think there's a bit of that on the other side too, on the on the Sixers side. There's less obviously game planning around that specific lineup. You, you know, you're not you're not watching a game that that has Hauser in that starting lineup previously. So um, you know, it was good to see. Uh, still, you know, it was one of those games where I, I just like the way that they finished it. One of the big criticisms that we've had is that in previous seasons, they haven't figured out ways to close teams out. And it's been a different story for the most of this season so far. And I think a lot of that has to do with, and we haven't, I don't even know how much we mentioned it, mentioned him yet, but Derek White was unbelievable tonight. First quarter, first half, Again in the fourth quarter, along with Tatum, it was it was Tatum and White in that fourth quarter. Like I said, I, I was I was back and forth between who gets the brownie between uh you know White and uh, Al. I gave it to Al, but White was you know White and Jimmy, you're right. White, I you needed Al for all the contributions he did, but that fourth quarter with that lineup out there, you know, we were saying it in our chat. This could go really bad. And White saved their ass. White took yeah. every – White and Cornette scored the first 16 points of the quarter, I think, for the Celtics. <laughs> and and Cornette was obviously on a couple dunks or a putback or whatever. But, I mean, right. White was like – White looked around. He's like, yeah, it's got to be me. And he took every shot and he made them. It was great. Father of two. He's probably getting yes. less sleep, <laughs> you know. Um, but – this is what you look like when you get to three. So don't get, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Um, he's been awesome, man. I mean, I still can't believe how off the, the experts were on this guy coming into the year. Just not realizing. <laughs> 101. How, the 101. Like, I actually, this is basketball 101, my friends. And you got yeah. it wrong. Derek. Well, White. Hey. You know where, yeah. You, I mean, obviously I've, you know, we've, you and I have flipped our opinion after that first year where totally. he didn't look very impressive at all. Oh, but I our, think, our, our, our points were made. We made our point. Yes. He stunk yeah. that first year. This is right. This is actually a good. You first guys year. who said he was good then were the ones who were wrong, but that's okay. Right. <laughs> that, like, this, this is what good. You can't looks say like. that he was good then. Anymore. <laughs> so once again, point for us, but um, he's been awesome, man. Him, him and holiday tonight. I, I've said it before. Holiday in the first half and Teams, then white in the fourth quarter there. You know, when, 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 when you're looking at the upcoming schedule and you see the Celtics and you're on your schedule coming up and you're, and you're a point guard, you just must be like, damn it, man. Like you just, you don't want to play against these guys because they just play so hard on, on both ends. They, they right in your face on the defensive end. And then they're, they're running down the court, you know, they're out in transition teams playing a lot faster right now. I mean, going back to that fourth quarter, a couple of those um, nice they went on a really nice like three or four play stretch and it was because of their defense. I think it was Tatum or white. It was, it was Tatum with the steal. I think white ended up with the ball, gave it back to Tatum for a nice, uh, and one play there. Al Horford had, I think a couple blocks that led, led to points in transition. So these guys were just balls to the walls. And again, it, it's against a team in Philly that you're going to see again, obviously in the, in the, in the regular season, but I, it's hard to avoid these guys in the playoffs. You just find a way to end up in a series against them. And you didn't want to go down. You didn't want to lose the first two of the regular season, even if you were under man tonight and you may have had an excuse. Philly was without a couple of guys tonight too, but not to the same extent Boston was. Um, and it just goes a long way. I think on the, um, on the um, 
mental side when you can get a win against a rival like like this. I agree. Yeah, it was. I mean, again, we said it after the next game. I thought that was one of their better wins. Yeah, and I missed uh, a lot of that game, so I didn't. I thought I thought that was a great win. And this one's better again because you're shorthanded, so you have to do. You got to do more with less. Um, Right. And that's what they did um, tonight. So you know, hats off. uh, You know, really kind of, really ballsy effort here. Hats off. Agreed. Yes, you do, Judah. Nice things only. Nice <laughs> things only. Score early. This NFL season with FanDuel. You know it's America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Look, if you're not good at math, you, you even you know that's a good deal. I mean, I'm not good at math. and I, I know that's a good deal. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off your NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, here we go, folks. Now pay attention to this. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Are yeah. people going to say Cornette had a good game tonight? Because he did not. We're not going to get into that. But he did not. I think I when, you, we, when you look yeah. at Cornette or some of these guys, you got to look at him in. you got to kind of compartmentalize a little bit. So if I look at his fourth quarter, I think he had a good fourth quarter. I think he was in the right place. I think he nah, did. they he, ate him alive. They didn't they, eat him alive in the fourth quarter. He forced Embiid back into the game. He had a couple of putbacks. He was the biggest guy out there. So – in that sense, yes. But, John, listen, he's not going to compete with Embiid. Sorry, nobody is. You're the, one, you're the first guy who says it. You're not going – it doesn't matter who you are. You know, there's no there's no stopper for that guy except Al Horford apparently. But I think Cornette in spurts did enough. Did he have a great game? No, but I think you have to – it's all relative, right? I mean, what do you expect really? Really, what you, if you're expecting much more, then you might need to change your expectations a bit or lower them. No, not at he, all. I was expecting. He gave you twenty. He gave you twenty minutes, nine and six. He was four for four from the field. A couple of put or three dunks. Three of them were dunks, I think. And you know, that's that. I don't know what else you want from the guy. I don't know what else you want. You got from nine me. and four from Cornette every, Cornette every single game. I think you'd take that. Actually, I know you'd take that. 
I know you would take that. We do have, just letting you guys know, uh, a crew in Philly. Uh, Bobby Manning and uh, Joe Sway are both wow. there covering the game. Yep, family affair uh, down there. CLNS down there. Must, be, uh, must be reeling in the dough, sending these guys all over the map now. Love it. I'm going to have to talk to Nick, getting me on it. Get me on a uh, road trip next. Don't tell people. They'll start asking for raises. <laughs> Shh. Uh, but, yeah, no, those guys are down there. Uh, they'll report in from the locker room in a little bit. Um, so, uh, you know, curious to get their take. Hopefully they're not uh, everything here. Taking, bu- taking bikes or walking around the streets. I'm hearing that uh, you can get hit. Oh. We got to talk about we'll that. Ta- Allegedly. We'll talk. We will talk about that a little bit. Um, I thought an overall really good Joe game tonight. Um, I thought, uh, you know, he had to get creative with his rotations. Um, you know, he had to kind of always be careful, you know, with the Embiid factor uh, there as well. Um, I thought, he, you know, he, he threw a zone in there uh, from time to time, just some different, you know, different types of things and different type of wrinkles, uh, pushed the right buttons, you know, made that good challenge at the end, even though I think it was a no brainer. I don't even think you need to look at the video to determine late in the game that that was a critical enough call to challenge, but they did. Uh, and they got it. How do you become part of the CLNS team? You info your re- you send your resume to info at clns.com. Yes, info info at clns.com and tell us what you do. You DM you DM Joe Sway, you slide in. No, don't don't don't. Do what I said. <laughs> do the thing what I said. Did you watch well, the, the Doris? Of, what, what what does he want to do? We should get Did a Did you watch the about. Doris cast or the Scal cast? You already know what cast I watch. I texted you about it. And yes, I watched the Doris cast. I watched the Doris cast. Yeah, I watched Doris cast. Listen, I, su- I, su- I support the... Uh, you know what it is? I like to get the national perspective. I, I have nothing against Scal. I always Scal do and too. Those guys. I, you know, those guys are great too. But whenever I get the opportunity to listen to the national perspective of things, just to see what, you know, they see things a little bit differently sometimes and they might have a different perspective and then you get a little bit more info on the opposing team. So yeah, I listened to the ESPN broadcast. A lot of, uh, a lot of females on that broadcast tonight. I'm not saying that was a bad thing. Just saying that was a thing. <laughs> it's a female broadcast. That's why I kept listening. Different perspectives. Um, Jimmy, other observations for tonight. Um, I, it, I'll tell you uh, this. If this John, game- hold on, hold on. Let's get this guy on. Just, I'm going to, I'm going to log off. We'll get Kay Tyler on. Come on, Kay Tyler. I'll take my gig. Damn it, I just lost Let, my gig. Uh, Kay Tyler, that. I'll ask you this question. Maybe you know more basketball than Jimmy. I are bet you, you do. Are, <laughs> are you? Are, but are you as entertaining as Jimmy? And I, I guarantee you the, that answer is no, my friend. Oh, but I want to know what you have to do. We'll give him a chance. How about this, Kay Tyler? You come on the next show. I'll just, uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll stay in the chat, and we'll see how you guys like being ridiculed for yeah. an hour and a half. Nonsense. It's okay. Jimmy's going to be canceled before this thing is over. <laughs> John baited me. <laughs> uh, uh. I'm actually amazed how many people don't like Doris. I think she's outstanding. I, think I she like Doris. Out, why I, I listen to the po- show. I think she points out really interesting, you know, tidbits and bits of analysis, like pretty seamlessly throughout the broadcast. It's not like, oh, I'm going to talk, you know, fancy stuff now. She just kind of, it just flows. I, I think it's great. 
But yeah, yeah. we're going to try to can- totally. We're gonna cancel Jimmy. Totes, totes, totes. This is Jimmy's last broadcast. So anything you want him to talk about, make sure that you let it know. Go first, sports. He, first, he upset the French, and that didn't go off well. I got. We oh, got one, I was right. Look at those assholes over there. We got, we got one piece of, we got one piece of hate mail, uh, and Nick made Jimmy write on the blackboard. I will not. Uh, <laughs> like I will Bart not Simpson slander. Style. Yeah, like Bart Whatever. Simpson style. 400 times. Hey, we know what uh, Draymond thinks of the French. But now but now it's all women. Oh, yes. <laughs> he does not like the French. He does not like the French at all. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's all uh now it's all women. Uh but that's okay. Um <laughs> uh, so t- I'll say this. This had the makings of if this game goes the other way, this storyline would have been where was Tatum when you needed him, right? Because he was getting. What do you mean if this had gone the other way? He was getting a little passive, and then when the game was getting close there, uh, and you know, uh, it was you know he he didn't take a lot of looks at the rim, and again, I understand why, um, but he didn't do it in that first game against Philly. He didn't do it against Minnesota. You know, it's like you don't want him to completely give up trying. And this was one of those games where it was like okay, fine, they're shooting threes in the first, no big deal. And then in the second, it's too many threes, too many threes. And then in the third, it's just the right amount of threes. 18 out of 21 field goal attempts were the threes. But then at the end, it was like, all right, it's Tatum takeover time. And I didn't know if he was going to do it, and he did. Um, And, you know, that's another thing that, like, we couldn't necessarily count on last year. Uh, And Tatum – made like all the right plays when he needed to in the fourth quarter. And, and so, I mean, hats off there. Cause that, I, I didn't love his game. I thought he was fine. Um, but with, with those guys out of there with, with your other, with your second and third best scorers missing, you know, some, I think it would have been fair to assume you might've needed a 40 piece from Tatum to pull off tonight. And he was kind of sitting at 15 shots and 21 points, like five minutes left to go in the third. And then he kind of turned it on there again, just made a lot of right reads, good rim reads, good decisions, made the tough shots in people's eye when he needed to got a big steal on Embiid. Yep. Went the other way with the and one. They converted defense to offense on back-to-back positions there. Horford also got the block, and that resulted in a white three. But uh, Tatum showed up at the end when it mattered. Um, and we've seen the opposite true before. Well, he'll compile a big stat line and then kind of, you know, in the fourth, we're like, wow, Tatum only took two shots or he didn't get anything going, and he got it going late. No, I listen, he was awesome. He's been awesome late all season. I think they said that he's averaging – nine or so points uh, every, you know, in the fourth quarter this year. And he ended up with more than that tonight. So it's, this is becoming the norm. I can say it every show. He quietly averaged, he's quietly averaging 30 points a game, but tonight he got loud in that fourth quarter. And that was something that we've seen him do. He's, I think we've been hesitant to call him clutch. Although I think some of the numbers might say that he is pretty clutch. Um, But certainly this year he's showing up when it matters most that fourth quarter. Isn't it weird? I think a lot of us are in this are in this uh, are in this spot, right? Um, I am, and I feel like a jerk about it, but you know, I am a jerk. Uh, but like, yeah. no, I, we've all listen. It's PTSD. It's normal to feel it that is. way. We've been, we've like been burned a few times. Yeah, yeah. I still think it's going to happen. I really do. Uh, watching and thinking, oh, you know, here we go again. They're going to, you know, start. Holding on to the ball too long. You know, they were still moving the ball late in the game. That was the best thing about it is when they were when they were getting those shots is because they worked it for open threes. They were like running an offense. Like they were moving the ball to get the best shot available. 
uh, in that, uh, you know, late in that fourth quarter, as opposed to just give it to Tatum and then let the entire defense set, have Embiid waiting back there and just, you know, either have him shoot an impossible fall away or drive into, uh, you know, you know, drive into the tower. You know, less, less, it's less of that mentality of I'm going to try to do everything. And I'm not trying to knock any specific players, but when you have guys like Derek White out there and Drew Holiday out there and Al Horford out there, and I don't know who was the, who was the fourth guy they had out there late, obviously Tatum, and then there was one Hauser. more. Hauser, thank you. So, listen. They Hauser, flopped him, yeah, but yes, yeah. it was Hauser. Hauser's not a guy that's trying to do it all or trying to do too much. So right. that's why you saw the ball moving around as much as it was. Like That's, that's how those players – think out there that's how they think the game and play the game so right. you're seeing them make that extra pass instead of trying to you know throw up a wacky a wacky layup or trying to get the foul you know and and that's why there was i think more opportunities for open threes and why they you know they they kind of ran not ran away with it but they were able to extend that lead late so yeah it was um, it was a good team basketball and that was something yeah. that you didn't see at times the last couple seasons and It'll yeah. show up once in a while. Don't get me wrong. There's going to be those moments, but I think the, I think hopefully like the, the bones of this team is hopefully what we kind of saw the last couple of games. There have been many opportunities throughout a series of games this year where that old team could have shown up. I mean, and we're talking about opening night against the Knicks and the second one against the heat, you know, and again, that where Jalen had the double, double turnovers there, they go down seven in the fourth quarter, they come away to win that one by eight points. Okay. They could have given that one away. They crush, you know, they have a couple big, big, big wins, but they also have those kind of, you know, you know, after those losses, uh, you know, the, 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 the Knicks win most recently, um, where they just stayed with it, stayed with it, stayed with it, got punched in the mouth a few times, let the Knicks hang around, let the Knicks hang around, then put their foot on the gas and won it going away. Uh, and then they did it again tonight. It was really, really impressive stuff. So, I mean, there's a handful of games that like went differently than last year's games went. Even the big blowout wins, how many times would they race out to a lead and instead of living with the blowout, Instead of just extending the blowout, they'd let the team back into the game, and those turned into 40-point wins. So, um, Damien, I agree with this, and thank you for the super chat 100%. Thank you, Dame. I, I, I'm, I, I can't believe it's holiday, and again, I always feel bad because every time I talk about holiday, I'm basically saying not Marcus Smart. Yeah. Because I'm so happy that it's him um, because I just feel so confident in everything that he does. Uh, he just always seems to be in the right place and just make the right plays. And he's just relentless. Uh, you know, his on the ball pressure, uh, you know, I feel more comfortable in his handle and his decision making. Uh, you know, I, I think he's, you know, he, he's, he can shoot, he post starts the game, posting up Maxi uh, and just, you know, taking it to them and creating offense. I just think he can do so much. Um you know. It's too bad that you didn't want to trade for him. People, people won't forget. People won't forget. Not a lot of people know this. <laughs> you wanted to. You didn't want to trade Rob for him. That's just too bad. It's not what I said. It's really too I said, bad. I said it will hurt. That's an apology, Cam. At some point, I said it will hurt. But does it hurt? It does because I I liked Rob. I said personally it would hurt. But we but all does it hurt anymore like, though? I think you're right. Jimmy, I sold my Rob stock. I, I sold it. I, I sold my Rob stock last yeah, year. Stonk. I finally gave up. And I said, I, he's not going to be who what we want him to be. Yeah, um, no, that, you did do that. That was big of so, you. So, 
but it's it's it's, it's a personal thing, you know. I I you know. Sure. I I, I, I root for Rob. Sure. I, I I mean, we all do. This, no one's really way. against him. It's just like you got to do it. This this I agree a hundred percent with. Uh, um, Al Horford is just ridiculously spry for a 38 year old man. It's bananas that he moves the way he moves. And you're right. I mean, Embiid is amazing, but he can look a lot clumsier and clunkier, um, you know, and you see him kind of like falling over and bending, you know, and this and that. And then you see just Al, just like a gazelle running up and down the court. If you had to guess, just watching the move, you would think Embiid is 10 years older than, than Horford. Totally, but that's credit to Horford. He's he's always it's amazing. Been, he's yeah. always been somebody who he reminds me of Ray Allen the way he kind of carries himself and treats his body and takes care of himself and you know kind of stays sort of locked into the game on court stuff. And so um, I'm not surprised to see him still. And, and and the other thing is, John Al was smart. He saw he saw the way the game was trending. He knew what he had to do to stay in the league and. He trended in a direction where he doesn't have to take as much contact anymore. He doesn't have to bang down low. And, you know, obviously there's going to be the night where he's going to have to be a little bit more physical than some other nights, but he's ready for it. And the fact that he's coming off the bench, I know that there's been, there's definitely an adjustment. And you could probably certainly make the case after tonight that he might be better as a starter. But would this, you know, that I still think the Celtics are better off with him on the bench because they have better players than him than the starting lineup. But that being said, the fact that he is able to spot start like that against, you know, an MVP and have the type of effect that he still has at, the, at his age speaks volumes about his professionalism. So credit to him. Man. And he, and he looks like he can play another three, five years if he wants to. He's like, uh, you know, he's probably on the TB 12 method for all we know. Yep. Yeah. So all I know is I didn't say anything. John wants to mention it. We we've done pretty well without saying, <laughs> saying what we want to say, kind of saying everything, but I didn't say it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to piss in everybody's cornflakes tonight, but <laughs> you can make a case. If you're, if you were to bring Al into the starting lineup, there's a case to be made for who would, who would go to the bench. Yes. It's a pretty good case. If we're gonna, we're gonna do a poll. <laughs> so there's that. So there is that. Um, I, I think also again talking about the guards tonight, and uh, we might be able to welcome somebody else in here in a minute. Oh, uh, oh, oh! What is, what is going on? Oh God! It's a hat. It's a. It's something. Might be crooked. It's, it's okay. It's is it cold back there? I don't know. Give us a thumbs up when you're ready to go, mystery man. He's good to go. He looks like this the kid. hamburglar. Yeah, no, he looks perfect. Um, let's bring in Bobby Manning. Uh, you know, Whoa. in agenda, <laughs> our agenda free zone here. Uh, Bobby, you're <laughs> in the up? locker room. Mink? What's going on? Exciting one. That was a great game. Yeah. Incredible win what you went into this game with and what you ended up playing with in terms of a rotation there, improbable win. It felt like two guys in Shvi and Van who effectively haven't played real minutes all year played winning stretches in this game. And not to mention Al Horford stepping in and playing 
probably the critical minutes in the game with four blocks and four threes. So your depth shined in this game. And how many shows, how many segments have we done? Five blocks, my man. Don't short them. Oh, they threw in the fifth. They didn't count that one originally. So that's exciting. Oh, wow. Uh, one of my box scores has it, so uh, maybe uh, I counted it too. I, he had that block on Covington late. We all saw Tatum. it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll give it to him on the show. How about that? Yeah, we that's our, our own stats here. That's a Garn report. What are block. stats, anyways? Like we can we watch the game. We can we can call it a block. I saw what happened. So yeah. I know I know what everyone's expecting me to do. After the game, Horford had Andrew's <laughs> effectiveness off the bench, which agenda watch. My, which might have been the story of this game. Yeah, Drew driving those winning bench units. Second game in a row, I think you won the non-Tatum minutes. Do you start Horford and do you move Drew to that bench? We call I'm the not there yet, but it gave you an intriguing look at doing something like that, right? Because I think Horford uh, okay. fits in much you're better with the yet? starters. Stop, what stop, do you mean you're not there stop, yet? You stop. were there yet not before there yet. game one. You were there. You were there yet before game one. You've been there. You had no you choice. You had no choice but to pretend you were no longer there. And now it's ha ha! I've been here all along. No, I'm not he's going not there. there. But he was there. But he's not. No, but there you yet. are going there. You are a little bit. You just went there. Well, it's worth talking just, about, isn't it? No, it isn't. You just saw Horford play his best game all year by but, far and, in and, the and starting so, lineup. So this one game versus the other nine when the starting lineup has been ridiculous. That's why I'm not going good. there. But, but you we, are. We just talked last him? game. We Small just talked last percentage. game. You're not, you're not getting much anything from Horford off the bench. And Drew can clearly not only facilitate but score on the ball, be aggressive in that second unit. Maybe in certain matchups, because again, we open this year. I mean, you have to understand that. I mean, again, if you're going to do it, obviously, it's going to be white, right? Like if you went double big, it's. Uh, I just wow. don't know why you're saying Drew. It's clearly he can not drive going that to second be, unit. Uh, no chance. I don't think there's any chance because of how good that unit's been. But it's it was an interesting look at doing something like that if you really needed to. Not to mention the better defense you got indeed. Thank you, Classic Dave. That's 65 bucks right there. American dollars. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Split three ways. Bobby just snuck in for that one. Bobby just got in under the gun. If you were here two minutes later, that was that would have been just You know what? He gets a couple, he gets to split that with us, and all he's talked about is benching Drew Holiday. That doesn't seem right. Uh, It's obviously Jalen to the bench, right? (laughs) Is that what you open with? We didn't say it. I haven't said it. We people are trying it. to people are trying to goad me into saying it, uh, just like they're trying to goad Jimmy into saying that he hates women. Um, Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Nobody's trying to goad me into saying. Let me ask you this, John. If they are, they will be mistaken. Let me ask you this, John. If this is round one or round two, whatever, who are you starting in those games? I I I, I will the starting I will, lineup. I will concede. That you oh, have to Al, consider. Al, Al, Al. I will concede Al. that you have to consider uh, Al against Embiid, but then I would just I'd still stay with the rotation and move Porzingis to the bench um, and stay. You with move the, Porzingis against this against this team. I would yes. I don't want to play double big against this team. I, I definitely don't want to. I do not want to play double big against this team. 
I really don't. He's so important to the starters too. He yeah. is. But so that's why we should have, stop saying stupid shit. Like, just leave the leave the starting lineup together. I am. I'm just bringing Porzingis, up an idea. Porzingis did struggle against the six. This is my final offer right here. Thank you, Darwin. It's my final offer. And it is interesting. Take it or leave it. So maybe then, then on the bench, Jalen gets to do whatever he wants with that second unit. You know what I also fire think away. I also think that there's a there's something personal to this matchup with Al too. I'm not saying he doesn't, you know, he show turned up, to the crowd after that last three. Yeah, I mean, he think did. about it. You know, they 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 drug him through the mud up there in Philly. They basically tossed him tossed him to the wall. They they pretty much said he was out of the league, you know, and then he's he's. Had a whole, you know, revival of his career, and um, I think when he's when when it comes to especially playing in Philly, there's there's a little extra fire there. So if that's the case, I'm with you, Bobby. Start Al Horford if it's against Philly. Other than that, though, I I still think that he's going to be effective off the bench for you. It's an adjustment for sure, but you want this guy to be healthy. You want him to be able to play like he did tonight. And if he's starting, you know, 70 games or whatever it is, 65, 60 games. I don't know if you're going to get the same out in the playoffs. You might, you might get somebody who's 80% as opposed to 95%. So was this a product, John, of him coming off the bench for all those games, playing those limited minutes, and then having to turn up to playoff Al in this game? That could be true. I think there's something wrong with um, – I think Joe's still figuring out what he's doing with that second unit and how to mix and match. We saw him mess around last game, Bobby. As we said, he switched the um, holiday and white minutes – um, uh, and so that was a little bit of a change. I think he's trying different combinations, whatever it's worked. It hasn't been good. Al is kind of in the, if you look at like three and four man lineups, he's in some of the ugliest ones out there. So it, it's all not working. The, the combination of whatever is out there at that time. So yeah, he's definitely hurt a little bit by being on the bench, but also if he goes out there and he doesn't have a good shooting night with those starters, um, it does stunt what the offense has been able to do playing five out with everybody being able to shoot the way they have. And so that's the thing is like Al Horford knocking down three point shots. Absolutely. But like anything short of having somebody where his defensive prowess is absolutely necessary. And really there's like one of two of those guys in the NBA, uh, you know, you, you want him in the, you want him against Jokic. You want him against Embiid, everything else. I I'm not sacrificing defense for offense and I'm leaving Porzingis in there, but you can make arguments that you need him for matchups like that. You know, well, we started the year saying maybe they're going to mix and match and go with lineup by committee, and they haven't done that, and I understand why. I mean, I'd still go back next game to that same starting lineup that they've been using, but it was it was nice seeing what Horford's capable of with the starters out there. And again, I'll say this just as important as that. Drew helped the bench immensely. You won those non-Tatum minutes in a night where you didn't have Brown, which is just incredible. You were winning. Why do you hate Drew Drew Holiday? It's not about hating. He played great in that role, and they you needed do. someone to drive those minutes. But you wanted him there before you knew if he played well in that role. You just want him. You want him on the bench. He wants to There's be nothing right. Wrong with John, being he, on the bench. Brogdon was on the bench right. last year. But Holiday is five, ten times the player Brogdon is. Yeah, he's like he's a top thirty player in the NBA. I mean, he's a friggin' he can do literally everything. I mean, he's just such a good basketball player. You know, how many times were you like Brogdon's defense is killing him? You know, like I just Brogdon don't know. Is, yeah, I, Brogdon, I don't Brogdon suits you 
for the bench because he's, you know, you know, microwave, you know, like offense, like instant offense. He can just get hot. He can go to the basket. He was shooting threes at a high clip. And, you know, he he was just he was your second unit offense with, along with whatever Jay, you know, you staggered those bench minutes with. Um, but they needed that because outside of the Jays the year before, they didn't have anybody else who create their own shot. They got plenty of guys who can do it. It's not just holiday. White can create his own shots. Porzingis is instant offense. So anybody you put in there in that second unit, uh, along with a J you're going to be fine. So I, I don't think it's a, I don't think it makes, I don't think it makes the bench better. That's, that's all I'm saying. Uh, I don't even want to have this convo anymore. Tonight, but I, will say, I will say they're nine and two. You don't make a change I mean, to your starting lineup if you don't have to. This was a uh, filled in for a guy. Anyway, uh, we, we've been talking a lot about Al. We're going to hear Joe Mazzula right now uh, talking about uh, just kind of how this how this Al performance made him feel. It made him feel very warm and fuzzy. The most inspiring thing for me as a coach is to watch him. Uh, and, uh, you know, why? I mean, he's Al. Like, one, he's two years older than me, so I get to coach a guy that's older than me. That's fun. Secondly, he's one of the most selfless, humble um, people that you have, and literally uh, he will do anything to win. And, you know, we can't do what we do as a team if you don't have a guy like that at the top. Inspiring. Mm. Love. <laughs> Let's bring in, speaking of, speaking of inspiring, Oh, speaking of love. Pavone. Yeah, and love. What's up, fellas? How are we doing? Hey, good uh, God. And, I was, it took a second. And, and like, speaking of Latinos, right? That's a great, that's a great uh, intro. Speaking of oh, Latinos. Oh, sure, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking that, but yeah, no. Yeah, you were. <laughs> oh, you forget that about Al, huh? No. Um, Latino heat. What a, what, a, what a performance, man. Especially to hear what Joe Mazzula had to say. Uh, there's this team's culture. It doesn't exist without a guy like Al. And, and I... I tend to agree with that. I mean, obviously, uh, the, the core, or at least the guys who've been here the longest, remember, you know, what Al's always been like this, right, in terms of setting the right example and doing what's best for the team. You know, it's funny, coming into this game, Bobby was like, man, you, you, you think Al's going to be like, man, this is a game that I, I, I have to start, or do you think this is going to make him want to start after, you know, the fact, given, you know, how well he played? But I'm like, no, I don't think so, because Al's the type of guy that he's going to do what's best for the team. And like Jimmy just said a little while ago, nine and two best record in the east like these spot starts this is the type of energy or type of performance you can come to expect from al if you ask me i, I think he's at that point of his career where he's he's going to be efficient you know he's not going to chuck shots he's going to make those huge defensive stops you know when it matters the most and, and he's a guy that can still uh jones can still turn to at the end of games right so it isn't one of those situations where it's like He's, he's unplayable at the end of the games or that, you know, you, you have to put in Porzingis. I mean, he's still capable of obviously closing out a game for you, especially when you need that extra muscle on the defensive end of the floor. It was a heck of a game for him, man. And I'm, I'm really happy for Al because I don't think he's a kind of player that was discouraged by the first nine games or you know, 10 games of the season or the way or, or, you know, his numbers. But I just think coming in here and doing what he did on the national stage and especially against this team, it, it does matter a lot to him for sure. 
Facts, my dog. He even got a chance to sh- to, 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 to shut up uh, this particular section. He says always gives him crap whenever he comes here. So when he made that oh, final that's three what pointer, it was? yeah, that's I thought it was to right? Embiid. I thought he was talking to Embiid, but no, it was. He yeah. says every single time they stay in that corner and they just talk trash all game. So it was the perfect spot, uh, as he said it, for, for him to let that thing fly and and and, and you know drain it, uh, sort of almost a dagger. Remember that personal in the in the Atlanta series? I think it was the Hawks series. Someone was talking. That got personal against Duke because Diglione is who got personal against. (laughs) Yeah, in this building. I I forgot about that. That was the best no, little like. Uh, I, I think he's afraid to come back. Feud. I don't know if we'll see Duke and Stingley on this year. Because Alan Duke was a good feud. I, I don't remember anything with the fans. <laughs> and that dude had the nerve to be upset with Bobby, by the way. But that's that's yeah, another topic. I know. We're not going there. <laughs> that's, that's another talk for another day. But anyways, We're not going there. Yeah, you know. And then towards the end of one day, we will. And then towards the end of uh, his presser, uh, he's asked. These guys still boo you. Like, does it feel it's a little extra special to, to come in here and, and give them an L? He's like, you know what? It is what it is. But to Bullshit. answer your question, he goes, but to answer your question, yeah, it feels good. With a yeah. big old Al Horford yeah. smile, man. I love that. I love that for Al. It's been I four years. Four pride, years since yeah, he signed he's with Philly. Pride. And and they can't, they, they, they still, he still gets under their skin, man. I love that. I love Remember? that for Al. Remember he did that shimmy after he threw it on the big dunk here in game five? They they blew it, but yeah, all right, yeah. whatever game it was, game four. That was awesome. <laughs> okay. We are not making up the starting lineup. Um we Joe Sway, what do you that. think of that? Uh, nah. everyone thinks we're the dumbest people in the world if we for this conversation. Well, I we, we, I, uh, so we nah. can't do it. We nah, keep it, the, it. keep it the way it is. <laughs> keep it how it is. <laughs> all yeah. right. Let's leave it there. Now and forever. We they it's they know what they're doing. By um, the way, I saw a cool before we go on to the next thing because I, I know we're not going to mention them. But Ben tonight, a great moment in the locker room pregame where he's just kind of sitting back, like almost falling asleep. Joe darts in the room and goes up to him and says two words. I couldn't tell what two words he said. I almost felt like he went up to him and was like, "You're starting," because he shot right up. Like the teammates next to him were like freaking out. They were like, ooh. And then he like got up and like threw some water on his face. He was like, ooh, I better stretch a little bit more. And then he comes in the game like first. Puts off the down bench. the cheeseburger. He's like, play. The way yeah. he just woke up was incredible. But I just asked him and he said, he yeah. He starts putting Visine in his eyes. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys just hear Coach said? I did not yeah. expect that. Oh, okay. Shake it off. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. It was an incredible moment. <laughs> and Joe did, it. Joe did it in front of us. You know, Joe had no, we were in there and made that gesture. You know, got this guy fired up. And the teammates really did light up. It was a pretty cool moment. Like, she was like, yeah. And, like, Sam was yelling at him across the room. And it was well, awesome. John said it, John said it was a the last time we'll ever see him. So hopefully he enjoyed did, that did, moment. Did, did <laughs> no, John, John was surprised to see him in the second half. Like he was I like, know. man, I didn't think he was getting that second stint after, but it's like, did you pan the camera over to Lamar and Brissett after, yeah, uh, yeah, after yeah. Banton's acting like he won the lottery, you know, cause those guys must've been like, Oh, what I, I Lamar was happy. Lamar was there too. I texted this on the thread. What happens to every new like bench guy that the Celtics bring in that they turn into, uh, you know, 2021-22 Aaron Neesmith. 
where they just <laughs> crash all over yeah. the court but can't hit any shots. Like because they're all that's what just all the same situation, John. That's they, what you're they getting. never get to play, so they're like, oh shit, I gotta do enough to stay out here. Ah! Yeah. They're just startling. Yeah. They literally try to kill themselves. Yeah, I can do that, coach. I'll do that. Yeah, that and then the ball that. comes to them, and they're like, "Oh, like <laughs> that first Banton shot. If you lined up three baskets next to one another, it would have airballed the one on the furthest on the left. <laughs> like it wasn't. That was a tough miss, the little wiener. Hey, yeah. No, you got to get the uh, form down. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, the airball too. Yeah. Oh my God, John! He just found out he was gonna play. All right, jeez. Yeah, give the guy a break. Yeah, Andy was yeah. a plus eight, as the chat says. No, he should stay ready, man. Regardless. I mean, he had five rebounds in like four minutes. I mean, he was he was all he over the place. Well, too. Those no, bench units look good. Even Shane, like jitters, the back, the three. Yeah. Get the first one out of the way. Now, if only Joe will do that to Stevens. Go up to Stevens and say, "Hey." You're going to play tonight, but even, even though you've played for three years, like we're going to play you tonight. Kato was active yeah. tonight. Oh, that's, I actually didn't realize that. That's good. So he is, is he back. Any- but I had to mention this, John. I couldn't go without saying it. Five straight points for Luke Cornett in the fourth quarter. I mentioned it. How many did he give up? I got to go back and look. <laughs> Bobby, I thought he, I thought Luke was. If I had to guess, more, yeah, more than he scored. There was one person who was a minus on t- in tonight's game. Can you guess who that was? Well, it was Luke, Luke Cornett. <laughs> yeah, but I still think he had a couple of solid sequences in that fourth quarter. A couple of nice putbacks. He's looking better. The Celtics were trying to like extend that lead there. Luke came up with a couple of big dunks, forced Embiid back into the game. And, uh, you know, I thought, I thought he held his own for the most part. And what I said to John earlier, Bobby, was he, Luke gave you nine and four tonight. If he gives you nine and four every night, are you going to complain about that? No, that's what you want from him. Right. Maybe, maybe five would be nice, but we'll take four. Guy, if you're seven feet, you, you, you should be able to like, just, fall into five rebounds i feel like so yeah i don't know pretty amazing win I mean, you said coming into this one you'd have no brown no uh, porzingis and these guys played you wouldn't have felt great plus blowing the lead they did in the second quarter it, it was tough to get back up from that but they did a good job white i'm sure you guys mentioned them just incredible poise led the offense in that second half uh, big shot after big shot great passes too it really Point was that guard fourth white. lobby. Yeah. Like that's that. what we were, we were talking about that. That because they went full bench to start the fourth there, um it was That was white, surprising for 2 minutes. White, white and four bench players before you brought Tatum in and and uh White was like I got to do all the shooting here. And he did. And that's how he caught fire. He was incredible there. Um, he was asked also, we will play this one. Yeah. He um, waved off oh, Spee like three times. He's like, he's yeah. like, no, nah, I got this. No, 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 up, 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 I got it. Right. Yeah. Uh, but like, it's like, it's always kind of like, this is the balance of the team where we talked about like a little bit with Jalen. How's he going to know his role? Uh, what, how, what about white? Is he going to be, you know, not as aggressive as he was last year, initiating his own offense. You've seen nights where Porzingis has taken four shots. White, has scored zero points you know holidays had fewer field goal attempts and it kind of you know works in and out but obviously on nights where you don't have um all of your starters it kind of is incumbent on everybody to like 
take a larger offensive burden than they would if they knew everybody else was around them because you don't have to be that guy every night. Uh, and White here, I think, is talking about um, just kind of picking his spots and knowing when he's got to turn up the juice and, and, and be, a, be a little bit more aggressive. I mean, he drew the first play for me, and then and after that, he just kind of um, stay aggressive and uh, was able to get my spots and uh, make, make the right play. So um, I don't say my mindset changed that much, but I just try to try to be aggressive, like I always say, and make the right play. And he did almost every time, you know, and they, you know, they made the right play over and over. That's kind of like, if you look at it, I, I, I feel like that's one of the things like how, I mean, first of all, it's an, it's only a nine turnover night, pretty low turnover night for them to begin with. But on top of that, like how much of this, uh, you know, Bobby, we've talked about before is about like the right read in the right situation, making good rim reads, doing a lot of different things. I feel like they made a lot of right decisions uh, with the basketball, especially in that fourth quarter uh, when every possession was so important and, you know, what allowed them to kind of, Bye, Bobby. Take the lead and uh, and, and kind of storm ahead. Um, and, you know, I know that that's like a huge thing for Joe. And I think a lot of times that's what it comes down to as well is like making that right play. And like White made it almost every time. I felt like Tatum did a bunch of times, too. We talked about like those guys driving, getting all the way into the paint, but still kicking it back out, swinging the ball around, getting open threes, um, all of that. I think Bobby might have headed back to the locker room. No goodbye. Yeah, I feel like you were directing it to him, and then he just dipped on you, man. Well, he and I have talked about it a little bit. I know. Just, I yeah, that's a, why I heard a forklift. That's coming why I was looking for, last game. That's why I was looking forward to uh, Bobby's response because you guys were yeah, it's like a it's like a a, uh, a follow up to what you guys are talking got, about. He got the cornet one on one text from uh, Brian Olive, uh, so he's just running. <laughs> the cornet's ready. <laughs> he's like Bobby. Yeah. You got two minutes. No. Yeah, yeah, two minutes with two minutes with what? Um, what, what happened? What I miss? And he headed in there. Oh, um, you're talking about Bobby. Oh, got you. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I just, you know, it's interesting because what what, what Derek White was doing out there is taking over point guard duties and, and you know just being the, the main facilitator for as long as he was, especially in that second half. Uh, Joe Mazzulla was asked about that and was like, "Hey, was that something that you had to speak with White about, or did White just do that on his own?" He's like. I don't even have to say it. Like, like White knows we needed that from him, so he, he goes into that. You know, he decides uh, when it's right to take that three-point shot, you know, when to find guys, when to penetrate. I thought he did a really good job, especially on, on I want to say, three possessions where he was constantly taking it to the rim, and then he freed up his three-point shot, you know, after that. You know, and, and he was and he was crisp, yeah. you know, two turnovers. I, I just think it's a – it's. It's a re- it's a asset for the Celtics team if he's able to continue to you know yeah. thrive in that in that part of his game, especially when you can have uh, Drew Holiday coming off the ball, and that's just another threat for the opposition. You know, I mean, the guy doesn't stand still, so it, it just yeah. it just strengthens the backcourt when he's when he's doing it's, this. And it's amazing; it's still only twelve shots for him, you know, uh, and that's all yeah. he took tonight. It wasn't like it was just in that fourth quarter, that little concentrated period of time. Um, where where he, where he you know felt like he had to um, Horford as we mentioned also only nine field goal attempts but again he knocks down four threes goes four of eight from three the ten rebounds and that biggest stat being the five blocks you guys yeah. were talking a bit about and, how he was uh, kind of barking at the uh, barking at the fans yeah. or going back and forth there uh, we got a clip of Al talking about how he yeah. wants all that smoke check this out guys fans in the in the front row you know talking and. I just love it, man. Like, it, it just, you know, when I hear that talking, it just kind of gives, gives you a little extra, 
So I appreciate them. You know, they always do that in that corner here in Philly. I don't know what it is. It's like, you know, they, they want to talk. And, and you know, some, you know, some people, it's, it, they go off in a different way. But to me, I just, I like it. Um, so it's uh, so it, it was good to hit that shot and turn around and look at him and smile. Do you enjoy the reception you get here? That is what it is. I mean, uh, it, to your question, yes, <laughs> I, I I do like it. <laughs> Thank you, Al. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for Al. Man, hard work does pay off, guys. Look at this guy. Look at this. Right. He's about to be Brown in forty in a couple of years, and he's just like. It's like no matter what the team has to do, he just thrives at that at that role. And, and tonight's no different, man. You know, with, from what Joe Mazzulla had to say about uh, the influence he he has on this team and the, the example he said to me, these guys were just cheering for him. And, you know, you see that big smile on his face, especially the, the biggest booze of the night is when he walked through this tunnel and he's just like, ah, oh, thank you guys. Good night. Drive safely. Like, it was just a great <laughs> moment for Al. And I'm so happy for him, to, for, for that to happen here in Philly. Yeah, what I will say is, Al probably should have never left and gone to Philly in the first place. Yes. That's your, yes. That's your, and, and, and I know that's he's, your fault. I'm sure yeah. the past two, three years, he's still thinking to himself, man, this could have, my career could be, I could be completely, somewhere completely different right now. I mean, who knows if OKC keeps him, if, you know, they're, they're training people left and right at that time of the year. And, and, you know, to, to, for Brad Stevens to obviously get the promotion he did, and no one really saw that one coming. And then that's the first move he does on, on day one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm Al, I'm like, things could have been very different in my career. Exactly. Once he went to OKC and they're like, so we're going to pay you not to play. And it was like, oh, right. cool. Uh, and that's why he's so young. Yeah. You know? But he always credits their um, their um, their staff, just the, the workouts and the way that he was able to rehab in OKC and spend that last you know two months of the regular season. He says that it really did help him in a, in a big way going into this, you know, his first season back in, back in Boston. Yeah. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we'll see if Bobby hops back on here. Uh, anyway, we'll see if uh, we'll see if Bobby gets back in here. I think he ran in uh, because uh, Tatum was talking. So we'll yeah, get, he went to get Tatum. Uh, we'll get that perspective as well. Um, I know we gave him a little crap because his shot looks like hell, but I mean, I do think you got to give a little bit. And I joked like the reason I didn't think he was going to get those minutes is because he looked so shaky. And we've seen Joe not give guys a second stint when they come in. And, you know, kind of look as goofy as Banton did tonight, you know, offensively, because I mean, that's what it takes. The defense is fine, but I, I feel like that's what we've been clamoring for, like Stevens to play for. And he hasn't really gotten in there. And, you know, we've said in the past, like if the bench guys come in and give you some energy and give you some defense, that's great. But on a night like this, when you're down so many people, I, I felt like you needed some you needed everyone to have at least some offensive capabilities or be a threat to score. I think that's probably why Sfi got minutes tonight, because when you're down two offensive weapons, you can't just bring in a bench lineup of Brissett and Banton and Stevens and then expect points to get scored. I think, I think that's why it ended up this way, but it is interesting that he got the run, not those other guys. And I am, you know, again, he did some good things. They, that, that second quarter, I know he had some sloppy moments and a couple of ugly misses, but they extended the lead during those minutes, you know, uh, the, 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 uh, late, late in the first into the second. So it was pretty good. I mean, I, I guess you could do worse. It was only eight minutes, uh, a couple of short stints, but like, would you give him another look? Would you, would you, again, we're trying to figure out who else cracks that rotation outside of, outside of um, Hauser and, and Pritchard when he, when, when he goes down to eight, like 
who's number nine, who's number 10? Will it be situationally dependent? Uh, what did you guys think of Banton? You know, I would love to see him get another look, especially if Jalen Brown misses another game because he's sick. Um, yeah, I, I, I would love to see that. Um, if Jalen's available, no. You know, it's one of those things that I feel like if you go deep into your bench, um, you, you, when you're missing someone like Tatum or Brown, then I don't mind seeing him uh, get his reps in. Uh, he has a lot of upside when you look at what, the way this team is, plays offensively in terms of spacing, uh, creating lanes for other guys and himself, right? He can also uh, create off the dribble. You know, he's not a, he's not going to be someone that's going to, you know, score in bunches, but in transition and, and getting buckets and he can make a three every once in a while. I, I think that keeps him on the floor, but it's his defense, his lateral movement. You know, again, that's, that's going to get you playing time. It's essentially what opened the door for Sam Hauser when you think about it. And then he just started going off in the three-point from his uh from the from outside i mean you know last year coming into this year so he's a shoo-in for the rotation for sure but i, I just think that when you when someone like that offers that much upside especially when he's checking that many boxes that what this team is trying to do you're gonna you're gonna find uh Jones was gonna find minutes for you and i think that's where Bance is at. you know he's sort of that guy that um he's gonna get that first spot um when, when someone like tatum or brown you know josue are you in danger no man, Philly's just—they're doing that chair thing. They waited, you know. They do things. They do things in opposite way, man. Like Boston, they're doing this right away. Philly, are they, th- are they throwing the chairs? They waited an hour, kind of. Oh my god! Yeah, they are throwing. Of course, they stop right when I put the camera on them. But yeah. Yeah, don't they know? Yeah. And by the way, see, this isn't the background, guys. People in the comments section being like, oh, that's a fake background. Oh, God. We got it. We might have to stop. We might have to mute you until the chairs stop flying here. Uh, I can I'm mute. Get, uh, I just did it. I'm sorry. I, it's, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot of chair. Um, we really lose Bobby. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on quickly. Uh, we wanted to get everyone's take on this. Uh, Draymond Green, oh, five yeah, games yeah. Uh, for choking Rudy Gobert. Um, what am I yeah. looking at here? That's a, little... <laughs> that's, a, that's a sleeper. That is sleeper a, hole right there. Um, so uh, Jimmy and I kind of were thought this would might might be the case here with the five um, because of uh, his uh, his his record here. But um, baby, I'm all blurry. Yeah, you're a little blurry. What I will say is I'm kind of bummed out that that Golden State pick. Um, okay. um that that golden state pick uh, went in that trade instead of the Celtics pick because the wheels could come off there a little bit. And now Curry's hurt. Um, But this was friggin' clown time of the highest order. I I don't understand this at all. I understand. Like, I I mean, it's not like Gobert was the uh, instigator of this fight or Gobert is like, getting physical with anybody. Gobert's just in the mix, just standing there. I no, mean, there's just something about Gobert's face. I think he's just one of those guys. People just, want everybody to punch him. hates him. People yeah. want to punch him. Yeah. And, and Draymond just found his opportunity to get a shot in at Gobert. And I bet you, he probably got a few texts from like guys around the NBA being like, nice, like good, good job, dude. But no, you can't do that. You can't do that. And that was a, it's a bad look for the league. You know, you can call it soft or whatever, but, Draymond has a history of, you know, physical, you know, a little too physical out there. A lot of texts, you know, he gets emotional. He, he, you know, whether it's players, referees, whatever. And he's missed time before. And and I wasn't surprised at all. I I said five. I thought he was going to get five minimum. So 
Five yeah. to me made sense. Some people think he should have got less. I don't think so. It, you just can't. You just can't give somebody a headlock like for that long of a period of a time, and expect to just get away with it. You know, like it's it's just not going to happen. So, if it was a different player, somebody like not Gobert, somebody maybe with a more star quality, maybe he would have got more games. So. He's he's stupid yeah. for doing it. He's he's dumb for doing it. It wasn't it wasn't even that like that was the big worst part of the whole thing. Like it was two guys just kind of like pushing and shoving each other and they got a jersey pulled and he escalated it into something way more than it than it needed to be. Yeah. I think five's about right. Bobby, what'd you what'd you get in the uh in the locker room there? Anything? No. And he's gone. And he's gone. No volume, Bob. Try him again. Give us a thumbs up if you think your volume's fixed, Bobby. Should I, he, he he took himself out. Should I, should I call him on my rotary phone? What am I doing here? <laughs> I don't know. He's he's looking at us like he's waiting for us to. He's looking at something. Joe Sway, do you see him? You guys just look like you're in a similar. Uh... Oh, you do. Yeah, Bobby, you're gonna have to kind of dictate what's what's happening here because you're in no man's land. Um. Anyway, continue. Yeah. I don't know. He's gone again. I gave Just my like take. That. What's Joe Sway's take on the whole thing? Joe Sway. Guys, we've lost oh, all focus here. What's too loud? Sway's saying it's too loud, I guess. All right. No. You know what? It's okay. He's saying I you muted, muted you. Oh, you can't mute yourself? You can't unmute yourself? Okay, sorry. Maybe Yo, you, you know, muted Bobby then. You know damn well I can't unmute myself when you mute me. Oh, oh really? Sorry, go ahead. Because he's not in the back end, maybe. That's why. No, I think five games is, is, is appropriate. You know, um, not only is he a veteran that's been in this league for so long, but he's done stuff like this in the past. And look, to answer, uh, I think, Jimmy, to answer your question about, you know, going straight for the neck, whatever. In my mind, Draymond saw someone make contact with Clay Thompson's neck, and he said, oh, this is this is free game now, and he oh, just took it over the top. Like that necks, was insane. Necks are in play. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like, dude, that's <laughs> that's not the same thing. It's like you're dragging this dude by the neck, and again, you're a grown ass man, and you've been in this league long enough. I mean, honestly, initially my reaction was it maybe should have been more, but then I I don't know. I started talking to Bobby about it, and then I was like, you know what? Maybe five is maybe five is the is the right number, but. It's just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just feel like Draymond just uses any excuse to just take it up like seventy-five notches. And totally, this is this is he's this is what hand. happened. He gets he gets five games, and he's probably going to complain saying that he should have received one. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Between the chairs and Bobby not able to get in here, we are going to wrap. We got another one Friday. Bobby's got some issues there. Obviously, these guys are on the road. We are oftentimes at the mercy of stadium Wi-Fi and whatever the mm -hmm. respective bull gangs or the uh, you know cleanup crews in those cities are doing. Uh, and it's not you falling guys are so in our late. favor tonight. Yeah, it's not falling in our favor tonight. So we're going to wrap it up. But we have wow. another one coming up Friday in Toronto. We're gonna give, um Yep. I gotta give Joe Sway and Bobby props. They showed up to, to Philly looking like boys to men tonight. They brought like it. That. Yeah, you got your boys to men sweat. You gotta check out when we um when, when we caught up with uh, some of these Sixers fans before the game. Stay tuned. Oh, okay. We'll check that out. Coming no one, soon. No one, no one got punched. All right, the chairs are killing me. We're gonna wrap it. Thank you guys for hanging out. We will see you guys.